Good evening, Middle East, Asia, Australia. Good afternoon, Europe, and good morning, America. We have panelists from across the globe, and we have the audience from 60 plus countries. We are looking forward to today's webinar and learning from these amazing stars on our panel. The topic on hand is seeding success in the metaverse. In my opinion, the center of gravity is shifting towards the metaverse. Metaverse will be the new internet. In fact, it's already breaking the internet. And I think you'll agree with me on that. Another prediction I want to make, virtual is the new real. And finally, I think community building will define the success of Meta NFT Web3 Ventures. And this webinar is an exercise to fulfill that requirement. We are here to educate people. We are here to build a community. And I'm fortunate to have with me today, my dear friend, Susan Furness, who's going to be taking the show forward. She's going to be moderating uh, today's uh, webinar. And let me very quickly introduce uh, Susan to you. I mean, I haven't introduced you to myself, but a lot of you already know me because we've been doing a series of webinars. For those who are newbies, uh, I'm Sharad Agarwal. Uh, I run a digital agency called Cybergear right here in Dubai. And I'm also the founder of onlywebinars.com. Uh, so I'm gonna introduce Susan very quickly. She wears many hats. She's been working with us over like uh, 20 plus years. She's a corporate communication specialist. She's curating conversations in the meta space. She's an edge worker and also knows a lot about uh, spiritual intelligence. So you can reach out to her through LinkedIn and I'm sure she will uh, love to connect with you. So I'm going to hand it over to Susan to introduce our panel and take this forward. Over to you, Susan. Thank you so much, Sharad, and, and thank you everyone in the room. There's almost a hundred of you now. Thank you so much. And then of course, that's us here on screen. So actually we are a hundred. So um, yeah, Sharad, we have known each other a long time. You're absolutely right. Right from that sort of journey from almost the cusp of web one to web two, actually in the nineties, you know, into this very, very exciting time we are now, which must be sort of one of the biggest emerging markets that any of us have ever experienced, I would say. And that's web three the metaverse and of course NFTs. So, you know, what is this all about? We wanna clear up some gray area as we do uh, every time. This is our third, our third webinar in the series this year to really get to grips with the gray area. And Sharad, you've given me and our panel um, quite a tall order today, um, but we're gonna make it, aren't we guys? That's to come up with at least 20 takeaways. And um, we're going to give you the job, Sharad, to help us record that on LinkedIn over the coming week so that we make sure we really do grab those takeaways. So let's get started on why we are the right people in the room to sort of clear up this, um, the gray area of the metaverse as we seed success. And so I'm just going to go around the room and um, uh, introduce you to our panel here today. And then panel, as I get to you, uh, Sharad, we are on gallery, aren't we? So everyone can see us as gallery, great. So because we can see each other as gallery, I'm gonna ask each of you to chip in 
um, for a bit and let us know all about you. So can I go first to you, Camille? Um, Camille, tell us about you and what you're doing here. I mean, what I know is that you are um, straight out of a brilliant master's degree, which I'm very excited about, as you know, you know, all about augmented reality and metaverse and putting all of that learning straight into uh, family business in the luxury goods area. So over to you, Camille. Thank you very much, Susan. Hello, everyone. Uh, looking forward to this webinar. On my side, so I'm co-founder of Camille's Jewelry, family company, and also co-founder of GemXR and chief metaverse officer. Co-founder was Ali Dombrecourt, my mother. So we are on the same journey, uh, entering and helping um, luxury brands enter the metaverse through SaaS web-based services, NFT creation, um, virtual try-on, Unreal Engine virtual showrooms. And our really our goal is to help the brands uh, into their digital strategies to enter the metaverse with blockchain strategies and how to do it if they have to start with an NFT or not. And also the other side of the coin of the sustainability side of the trackability and the blockchain certification and also shifting the business model of ordering before as a digital product to do the physical. So that's that's our mission. And as you well said, Susan, I finished a master's degree in marketing and management from Regents University London. I did the Clinton Foundation Leadership Program to also promote cryptocurrency and blockchain for content creation and brands who want to really enter the space through digitalization. So that's, that's what we're doing and uh, looking forward to the webinar. Well, thank you for being here. I mean, that's a real, real essence that you're adding to the room. And so um, I'm going to go over to the sort of other end of knowledge, if you like. Um, so let's take you and, and some of the, our colleagues in the room as the new knowledge, the fresh knowledge. And then there's the likes of myself and Sherard and my very good kid friend, Kimberly King, who indeed um, have been around for quite a few decades and are bringing, we feel, the excitement of our ability to shift, you know, the experiences of BC <laughs> before Corona, but way, way, way before Corona into this very exciting time now. So bringing our strategic prowess and our impact innovation into the room. Um, Kimberly, I hope that's a good way to sort of bring you, me and Sherrod together <laughs> in this community. Over to you, Kimberly. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Susan. Although I would modify that it is not many decades, <laughs> but it is two decades of, uh, of experience and watching the evolution of an idea called the metaverse um, and uh, being part of web one, two, and now the emerging fast accelerating three. Um, I am the CEO of a company called Human Tech and uh, true to our name, I care about the intersection of these technologies and these innovations with human life, with business life, but what is the impact that all this is having? And how do we direct our innovative prowess, our strategic intention, et cetera, into creating a better world, a, a world that works better for business, that liberates creators, that levels the playing field, that is inclusive and um, ever evolving 
and that we are active creators, co-creators and participants. This is an exciting time to be alive. And uh, I have witnessed us moving from the gear itself to being prohibitive and only for those very early adopters willing to do the learning curve to user experiences rapidly improving. That is the key to mass adoption. And I see so many facets across industries coming together. I work in public-private partnerships and joint ventures. So I work across industries uh, with folks that go deep into each of your verticals and industries that you'll be hearing. I'm about the collaboration and the cross-pollinization that makes us all become a metaverse of metaverses that we are all working, playing, growing together. What an exciting conversation. Thank you so much. Oh, indeed it is, and, and a generative conversation as well, because um, just so that our audience know too, we're not very scripted today, you know, we're really just going on an organic path here. We sort of have an idea where we're going because we want to give you some, some nuances and some nuggets around succeeding success in the universe, and indeed Nova, as you reminded me on a post the other day, um, we're also sort of looking at those extended P's of the marketing mix, aren't we? You know, the four P's of the traditional marketing mix being product, price, promotion and place. But we're sort of adding in presence. You know, what do we look like? What's our brand presence? What's our energy as we come into these um, these metaverses, as you quite rightly said, Kimberly? And indeed, the P for people, um, you know, really, how do we collaborate in community? How do we build our teams? How does this all work in a very inclusive environment? And indeed, how do we measure that last P for performance? Are there new ways of measurement? So I think, uh, Nova, I can see a little nod from you there. I mean, Nova, Lorraine, um, wow, you know, I'm going to go first with the bits that's pull out for me, a poet and a storyteller. I mean, anyone that really smiths words, you know, a wordsmith really has our heart in the metaverse because it's all so important, isn't it, about how we tell those stories. But you're also, you've also taken another runway and that's the fashion runway and, the, and, and, a, and a really acclaimed and a, a celebrated uh, fashion designer uh, in the States. So how are you going to take that and your sort of publishing acumen you know, into, into this space of, um, well, the catwalk and the runway of the metaverse. L Nova, hello. Hello, and thank you for having me. And thank you to everyone who's attending today and joining us on this really incredible discussion. And so, yeah, I started my journey after um, pivoting from academia, getting my PhD in clinical psych to fashion, uh, studying at FIT in New York, and really haven't looked back. And that journey as a creative entrepreneur really inspired me to launch Rain Magazine, which has expanded into podcasting, as you mentioned, as the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network, and now Raindrops, the NFT art house. So um, all that I do is really about inspiring, empowering, and educating, and bringing fashion, culture, and technology together. And that's what I do with Rain. That's what I do with all that I do. If I can mesh helping others through my mediums of art that I love, then I, I try to do that. So most currently on my crypto journey is, you know, creating as a builder in the NFT space, which will extend into the metaverse space. And it's disrupting storytelling. We have seen a lot of art being brought to the market, 
which has moved our uh, focus from just speculative investing with crypto and with tokens and coins, and now looking at the collector space with NFTs, and now communities, you know, building communities through NFTs. Well, what I saw was an opportunity to really bring storytelling to the forefront and, uh, and combine this wonderful technology of blockchain with books. And if we, I am <laughs> an avid reader and, and love um, reading stories, not just writing and telling stories, but imagine being at the forefront of Star Wars or Harry Potter or some of these other wonderful franchises, um, Marvel, and being introduced to Iron Man, being introduced to Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, um, being introduced to these characters through NFTs. So that's what I'm doing with a story that I'm writing. It's been seven years in, in development and introducing this very impactful story about transformation, evolution, sustainability, financial and environmental and personal sustainability. Um, as we observe a, a character going through life as an alien on Earth. And so really excited about that and, and incorporating fashion. I think where we're going to see a lot of explosion in the space is bringing all these industries that don't typically work together, um, as Kimberly said, collaboration and bringing all of us together to create some dynamic um, products and services. So bringing fashion together in the space of storytelling and NFTs and seeing that evolve in the metaverse space. Awesome, Nova, awesome. And in fact, it's a real fabulous segue into our one-time economist and corporate banker, Javier, who is now um, really looking at how he can get the, DNA, the very DNA of us into the metaverse and um, working in the course in what he's calling the DSI area the decentralized uh, science area. So Javier Florin, tell us all about you. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you so much for, for having me on here. Um, I enjoy yeah, just now the, the panelists and great people. You guys also uh, create a, a, good, uh, a good panel to, to discuss really thoughtful topics here. Uh, so I hope uh, everybody uh, you know, um, like knows a little bit more about the ecosystem and the metaverse and some uh, words that uh, they are weird for so many people. So uh, thank you, thank you for for that. Uh, in my case, um, yeah, I was in corporate uh, banking a few years ago, and I I studied um, economics and then. Uh, marketing in the Netherlands. I'm also in Spain. And then I, I co-found um, a scientific communication company uh, specialized in storytelling for the life science industry. So we help uh, pharma and biotech companies to explain their treatments, uh, how the mode of action of a new drug uh, works within the human body. And we help them also to explain really complex uh, concepts uh, to patients. So the patients uh, really understand what is uh, their treatments about, right? And we do that um, by different technologies. Um, the core of the business is 3D animation, but uh, we are also specialized um, since 10 years now. It's a decade, a decade uh, not like Kimberly, two decades, but... Uh, <laughs> It's, it's uh, still it's 10 years now. 
Um, we use technology like uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, interactive content, uh, websites, uh, and holograms. So most of those technologies uh, that we used uh, 10 years ago are becoming more important now uh, to tell new stories, right? So um, that's why uh, yeah, our projects are booming and we are getting uh, faster than we thought into the metaverse. Uh, so we saw a, a really big opportunity uh, to mix um, science, art, and people. And the metaverse uh, make us able to transmit our knowledge and our stories into uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of, of people and, and new also new clients as well, right? So. Um, that's why uh, we created a, an NFT collection. It was a project. Now it's a spin-off of, of, uh, of uh, my company. It's a whole new uh, company. It's a spin-off. And what we are doing is uh, mixing human DNA with NFTs. So what, uh, what we do is customize NFTs with the human DNA of the users. So that's the very unique customization of an NFT, right? So uh, we are aiming to geneticize avatars in the future metaverse, where everybody is working with their avatar in different uh, virtual worlds, and they can have a very, very customized um, NFT with their genetic essence. So that's the main concept. Some, sometimes it, it sounds crazy, but um, we are doing our best. We have a scientific team uh, to do it and also a 3D artist team. So that's, yeah, that's what we are doing now. And we are partnering with really great people to make it even bigger. So yeah, happy to be here and, and share our journey with the audience, yeah. Well, Javier, thank you. I mean, you know, a little bit of crazy doesn't do any harm to anyone, does it? <laughs> Indeed, I don't think we get great stories, great poems, great designs and great impact without somebody somewhere thinking we're a little bit crazy, right? So, um, you know, let, let's keep that sort of craziness um, crystallized in the way that you're doing it. It'd be very interesting to see where that's going. I saw even eyes on the screen thinking, really, human DNA? in an NFT, wow. I mean, you know, wow, oh, wow. What do you think about that, Sherard, before I go on to Ellie? Yeah, I think uh, Javier's project has a lot of legs and it's a matter of time uh, when he goes to market. And uh, I look forward to working with him closely and uh, spreading the word and building a community around his business. We've already had those conversations on the side and Javier has featured in Meet the Metapreneur episode. So, yeah, a lot of collaborations already have started happening even before this webinar, so it's all good. And I, I actually want to go to Camille because uh, she has a great story to share. And uh, another, uh, you know, um, what should I say? Uh, she is somebody with, uh, with an amazing future. And I want to make that prediction today because I've had two, three sessions with Camille and every time she talks, uh, I get so inspired. So she she has all the knowledge about the metaverse, about the NFTs, XR, VR, MR, you name it. 
Yeah, I think your prediction's right. And of course, uh, no better, Ellie, to come from someone that uh, comes from a foundation of corporate law and indeed software as a service or different forms of IT and web in web three, uh, web two. So really, really super. And, and then integrated in all of that, you've got this deep affection and understanding of the essence of brand. So, um, and not only that, when it comes to building community, I know you're very much about inclusive community and fairness in community. So I share your excitement, uh, Sherard. Ellie, tell us more about you. Everyone, uh, thank you so much for allowing me to uh, talk with you today. Uh, really grateful for that. And yeah, definitely. So, you know, uh, on the one hand, what I do, you know, for a living, let's say, uh, is what I've done for a while working with, you know, big brands uh, on strategy. I was working on innovation strategy for huge brands before in a startup from uh, Series C to Unicorn in the field of innovation and intellectual property. And, you know, now I'm doing that in, you know, Web3. And, you know, for me, it's like in Web3 or in this other world, like, who are you going to be? You have to lead with your values. You have to lead with your heart and you need to have, you know, a purpose with uh, what you're doing. So I'm definitely helping brands, you know, achieve that in Web3. And, I also really practice what I preach and I'm creating my own um, project with utilities in the metaverse. It's a fashion project that aims at, I don't like raising the term raising awareness about mental health because for me, it's more like normalizing talking about mental health. Like it shouldn't be such a huge deal to, you know, talk about, oh, I'm ashamed of this and that, or, oh, I had, you know, uh, an anxiety attack the other day, or, you know, you should be able to tell people what's going on inside of you and it should be fun. And I can talk about that. And then one second later, talk about something really funky, you know what I mean, but have that connection of people know how I'm doing. So I'm really bringing um, that together. And in that respect, I'm always looking for new metaverses to collaborate with, to bring utilities to my tokens and um, definitely new best practices for my uh, brand clients. So thank you so much for the discussion and I'm really looking forward to uh, the chat today. And I'm just gonna plug my email here in the chat. Uh, I don't really answer to LinkedIn messages. There's just so many of them. Uh, I'm bad with that. But if anyone would like to get in touch with me, the best thing is to send me an email, you know, let me know who you are, what you do and what we could do together. And I will, most likely answer a lot more on email. So thank you. Oh, that's brilliant, Ellie. Thank you so much. I know there's a couple of people in the chat that, you know, you've already piqued their interest. Uh, you too, Javier, there's a question or two for you in the chat, but, um, you know, everyone can uh, find us all on LinkedIn if you, if you don't have our email addresses and we'll, we'll all respond as quickly as we can. But let's get sort of stuck in then. So, you know, um, we've 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 all talked um, about our role in the metaverse and why why it's really exciting us and why we're committed to this. You know, from from the space of say Sherrod and I as holding community and hosting and holding these conversations, so words can and voices can be heard, right the way through to you know the more tangible among you that are already already producing uh, tangible assets uh, and minting and mining in, 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 in the metaverse. So let, let's sort of sort of 
narrow this down a bit, you know, for all of our listeners here. You know, what is this all about, really and truly, and, and, and who can play? So I'll combine two things there. So, um, you know, if I was to go back to you, Camille, and sort of say, so if you were to just summarise this from your recent mastery experience and about what is this all about and, and who can play, over to you, Camille. Thank you, Susan. Um, as I think I've read so many reports to, to create my thesis on how AR enhances the consumer experience within the luxury accessories industry. And there is no one definition of the metaverse because we are all building with our individual projects or the corporate projects who are um, you know, creating the pathways to what will be the metaverse. And that will also rely on the technologies. So what I love about the metaverse is that it's open standards and it's about building a vision of a sustainable metaverse, about equity, about the creator economy. There's a reverse side of the roles where the creators now have the power to decide what we can build in these metaverses. So for me, the metaverse is really about co-creation, elevation, communication, and collaboration where before in the Web2 world, we do have competitors, but in Web3, we see them as collaborators. And that's what Sherrod says, saying the metaverse really is about the community. And we've been told when we work with brands also who want to enter the metaverse space or create an NFT drop, we're telling them at GemXR that they need to create their community. And that's not something that you can do in a day, uh, unless you're an influencer or you're already you know, in the space. So the metaverse is really uh, cross-chain, uh, hopefully very soon interoperable, and on our side in the retail industry, seeing the brands really trying to enter the metaverse or creators and designers building digital fashion, co-creating, um, I think that's what I take away from, from the metaverse. Thank you so much. And what I'm hearing from there is that, you know, anyone can play. And indeed, if you feel that you need community to create, this is your space. I mean, this is where we really, really can bring an end to, you know, competition that just felt feels so ugly and really come into collaboration and, and co-opetition, maybe. Is that what you're finding, Nova? What would you say it's all about and who can play? Uh, what's so exciting is everyone can play, right? From teens all the way up. And I see it as the new iteration of the internet to really simplify it. You know, and we are creating an interactive way to socialize and do commerce through the internet. And when you think about what exists now, what you all those layers can be brought into the metaverse. And because this is so new and it's such a new paradigm, we need creatives, we need architects, we need tech, you know, the technologists, we need the storytellers, we need the copy editors, we need everyone, right? And, and that's what's so exciting. And, you know, we have the Maxis who's, who have been um, on the tech side creating amazing technologies, but what we're seeing are the gaps in terms of the language barrier and the knowledge barrier as it relates to the metaverse. So although everyone can play because we need all the builders, if you're looking at creating a city from scratch, and everyone that would be needed from the plumber to the carpenter, to the architect, to the store owner. Um, that's what we need in the metaverse. But at the same time, we need the educators. We need those that are still in web two, those that are in web 2.5.
that understand or are enthusiastic about Web3 and can help onboard as many people as possible in a way that's you know easy and efficient. And so I feel everyone can play. I see it as a you know the new paradigm. It is the next phase of the internet. It is how we're going to continue to entertain, engage with each other, and do commerce with each other. And I feel that right now, what's imperative are those creatives that can put the user interfaces, you know, on top of the beautiful technology that we're creating. And then also the educators that can help bridge the gap with the, the language barrier right now that I think exists, as well as the technology barrier. Uh, can you just um, flash, uh, flesh out for me what you mean by language barrier? So, you know, a simple um, example is having a conversation the other day about my project with the NFTs and storytelling. And here's a founder who created a, an incredible company within the fashion space, an eco company. And he said, I don't mean to sound ignorant. I really love the project, but what's an NFT? <laughs> And so, you know, being in the space, we sort of take it for granted, you know, non-fungible tokens and DAOs and, you know, um, white papers and all these things, you know, and those are just the basic terms, let alone breaking it down even further when you're reading a white paper, you know, a, a lot of the language that's being used is new as well. And so I think that just even just educating individuals, not just on the basic terms, but, you know, when we're talking about DAOs, we say initiators, we don't say founders, we don't say you know, chief officer. So there's just a new language that's being created around Web3 and which the metaverse is a part of that ecosystem. And so if you don't even understand, you know, what the language is, how can you get in the house, to, you know, to play with everyone else in the house? So um, I think that's a big issue that we need to address. And I'm super passionate about access as, as it relates to education, but then also financial access because it takes money and resources to create these projects in the space as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm so pleased I asked you to flesh that out. And indeed, um, just for everybody online today, if you go to um, our January the 25th um, webinar, which was, uh, is your brand um, future sensing uh, Web3, um, we talked a lot about the definitions there. But Sherard, you also perhaps could put a link in the chat for us because um, you've create, started to create a glossary. We started to create a meta shapers glossary. Is that right, Sharad? Yeah, I actually just posted it in the chat so um, audience can find glossaries on NFTs, on all the meta terms. So all the gobbledygook is explained uh, in layman terms. And I think it's important for all of us to be in a level playing field. So we have to know all that jargon. Uh, and actually it's not so difficult when you uh, you know, start reading about it because uh, just three months back, for the first time, I heard about NFTs and kind of started to enter the metaverse. And it's been accelerated learning. And uh, people are now reaching out to me to help them uh, develop their brand strategy. So I always say I'll get back to you soon. So it's uh, <laughs> it's learning in process, but uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's very exciting and. Uh, in this webinar alone, I've taken almost, I've got 12 points I've uh, noted down already. So let's keep uh, the show going. Susan, back let's to you. Let's go. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, let's all say we resemble that remark. We're all in this together, as, as everyone's been saying on screen today. And, and Kimberly, I mean, you were really quite animated <laughs> during, during the conversation there with Nova, et cetera. So over to you. What did you get from that? And, you know, who can play and, and how? 
are we playing and what should we watch out for? Kimberly. Well, this layer is part of the most important to me because it does come back to what kind of world are we creating together? And it starts with everyone at the table, everyone in that universe of ours. And I think people get fixated on the how-to and the technology and, and don't understand the powerful why-to and what we get to do together. So I was very excited as I hear Camille, Nova, and others articulate what I think is the real grail here that uh, of the new um, era that we are all a part of. Um, as someone who has worked in collaboration and, and multi-stakeholder ventures for a lot of years across industries, I have always been bridging that, but I've always had to uh, fight harder for every barrier in order to bring folks together. Part of what's exciting here that we're illuminating today is that the barriers are coming down. Don't be distracted by the jargon and the technology that you don't understand. It wasn't that long ago that things we consider commonplace and ubiquitous today were new. Acceleration happens really quickly now. Adoption happens really quickly. It's important to get in the pool. Put your toe in the water. Don't worry about understanding everything. As we shared in a previous conversation, um, Susan, I have longtime knowledge in parts of this evolution, and I'm a student and learner about others. And it can be overwhelming in a moment, but I know to pace myself, take a bite of it at a time, and begin to integrate what I'm learning. So I want to invite everyone listening. You're not too late. We're at the very, very beginning. There's an invitation for everyone. And as uh, Nova put it, it's not just the coders or the technology gurus. It's the storytellers. It's the creative in every way. It's the builder of every kind. Understand that there is a place for you exactly as you are right now. Step in as you are right now and learn and learn together. And this time, let's collaborate at the beginning and build a co-creative world. Oh, that's really quite beautiful and quite touched me where it should touch and that's right in the heart. And of course, you know, um, I think some of you have heard me say before that uh, many are mooting that this is the heart age. And if we take that the heart age needs courage, and if we take that, I think Javier, Javier Spanish, who speaks French, Camille, I think, that the, oh, and Lily. So the word for um, heart in French is cour, isn't it? Cour. Yeah, yeah. Cour, yeah. So C O U E R, whereas courage is C O U R. So if we pretend that courage really is cour in French, it's the heart age. So yeah, beautiful. It's for us all to be in there in a world that no longer wants competition, as we've just said, but really does want co-opetition and collaboration and not give lip service to that. But Javier, I mean, how do we prepare product for this? I mean, you, you, you've got a real platform and found a springboard platform from um, really sort of already uh, traversing 
uh, the um, crypto space, blockchain, meta, and indeed NFT. And of course, you're doing it in a very quirky and very unusual and very, um, well, I should say a big stretch way with um, your uh, DNA verse. But just think in general for us, Javier, can you? I mean, how do we prepare and what could we prepare to do? Over to you, Javier. Yeah, uh, well, I was remembered by, um, uh, I think Nova said uh, the language barrier, right? Uh, I think we don't have to prepare so much. The technology is going to be there to help somehow uh, to uh, embrace this new ecosystem, right? Um, if, um, for example, if you want to talk in a virtual world with uh, anybody from other countries, uh, there are some solutions that they are uh, real-time translators, right? So you just put your goggles on and talk in another in, in, in Spanish, English, whatever, right? Russian or whatever. So, of course, we have to... Uh, really understand the ecosystem. For me, it's a, it's a completely new whole ecosystem based on the old internet and then, you know, the new the, the websites and the social media platforms, but with a more uh, immersive technology, right? And what is key for me is um, the technology is giving back the control to users, right? So it's not the big companies uh, managing the, the ecosystem, it's the, it's the community managing the ecosystem, right? So I, I think we shouldn't be worried, uh, as Kimberly said, uh, just do it, right? It's like, you just need to start and uh, enter any metaverse you like and start uh, diving uh, and walking around to see features, to see the environments, to um, click and play, uh, do your avatar, um, um, and, and you're gonna end up in being a, 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 a more experienced user, right? It takes time, but um, it is, it's, I mean, it's so easy just to start. You, you don't need to be an expert, right? And for sure, the good thing about this new ecosystem is there are thousands of people willing to help. It's like, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's like, uh, okay, so many people eager, eager to, to, to help you to go through the new uh, path, right? And, and some uh, experienced uh, users, for example, are gathering their digital assets and uh, Put uh, and putting them in in the in the wall of a new virtual home or new uh, a virtual uh, house. Maybe you don't have a virtual house the first two weeks you are in the metaverse, but you will do it. You will do it, right? So, um, and for example, the the, the NFTs uh, and I was uh, I was laughing a little bit uh, about the terms, right? Because uh, yeah, we are like really used to talk with other people in the metaverse and, and in the web free industry and we don't realize that we are using complex terms right so we have to translate when we are talking with newbies right so um what i mean with that is um you're gonna see uh experienced users um 
using immersive spaces and um, they already have a house there but just try from them and um, you will use wearables you you will use nfts as a digital asset uh, uh, which allow you to consume different services and different products so um i think the um, the the key point here is the willingness to learn it's just um, even if you have a uh, experience in web 2 web, web 1 if you're willing to learn and uh, you're going to be a really fast learner you're going to be uh, you're going to be an experienced user in the metaverse in just a couple of months right uh, i love what you said there um, javier that you said the willingness to be in that you actually then that's almost gives you the the sort of the inner energy to really be open and listen and learn and, and no doubt get that energy back from uh, those like yourself that are, are uh, sort of the, what should we call us? We don't want to call us the specialists in the metaverse, but those have just been in a little more time. And that yeah, but Susan, you... sorry, there is not an expert now in, in Web3. Everybody is calling themselves Indeed. an expert. It's not, it's not a 10 years uh, technology. Every all of us are newbies in this in the space, and they they all have to be uh, willing to help, right? Yeah, indeed. And thank you for stressing that and and flipping around what I said. And I'm going to take that willingness again, and and take the polarity of willingness, which can be willfulness. And really, willfulness doesn't fit into the space, does it? And so I'm going to come to you, Ellie to sort of take us into that energetic, particularly as I can even see on the screen today that we've got your uh, Ellie at conspicuous.com uh, there. Tell us about this, you know, fighting shame inclusion in the metaverse from the off, Ellie. Well, yeah, and you know, I just want to touch upon something really beautiful that you're saying about like the heart and um, courage, you know, I think, we need to have the courage to show up as we are in the metaverse. And that's really something that I've been exploring, you know, like talking about mental health, especially in France and Europe, you know, when I talk about my project, I don't know how people are going to react, you know, like I say sexual health and they can be like, oh, you're kinky or like you're like easy or, you know, you never know how people are going to react. And it's having that courage to be like, I want to bring this conversation and whatever people are going like, to come to me for. I can handle it because that's kind of who I am. That's my interest in the metaverse. And it also comes with, you know, humility of I don't really know what I'm doing uh, that well at the moment. So, you know, uh, especially for people, I've been working before doing things and I was really good at them. Uh, and I took a lot of pride in being really good at what I do and being the best. And it was easy and people would look up to me and I would make a lot of money. And all those things were like, okay. Now it's, I get shame attacks sometimes. Like I go into a place and everyone's like a lot of developers are talking and finance people. And I'm like, you know, like I, I sometimes have to step out, like, you know, breathe and come back. And it's having that courage of being like, I am not in a zone where I'm comfortable. Um, but at the same time, like having that openness to be open about it without the expectation of like other people to save me or carry me through. Um, 
So yeah, for me, like what's really important is to fight shame. For me, at the core of um, anxiety, at the core of depression, at the core of addiction, at the core of, you know, every mental health issue that you can have is that idea of shame. We all have things we're ashamed of. Sometimes it's our bodies. Sometimes it's some of our traits. Sometimes it's some of the things we've said or done to people or the ways we've acted or embarrassed ourselves. And that shame is like eating at us. And I think especially in the metaverse, a lot of people are like, oh, you're in the metaverse. Is it going to replace real life? And I'm like, of course not. It's never going to replace a hug someone can give you. You know what I mean? It's never going to replace an art exhibition, a live show, something. So I really want to bridge that gap. Do you love your body as much as you love your favorite NFT? Do you love yourself as much as you love your bored ape? You know what I mean? Uh, and bridging that gap between the virtual and the physical and that shame and that courage and that love and those values, you know, through this kind of iconic balloon where I want people when they see my wearable in the metaverse, they're like, oh, whoever's wearing that is someone who thinks all shapes, sizes and colors are beautiful and who thinks that it's important to fight shame and who's like brave enough to be able to you know talk about those topics of mental health and it's like this community this warmth that's what i want to bring into the space and anyone else you know who's getting into the metaverse like first before figuring out what you're going to bring into the space what's your contribution to it you know you need to learn about it so yeah, get involved with the community, help a project for free. You know, the best way uh, to get started is by doing something for someone that you believe in. And um, yeah, that's my my take on that. Uh, thank you so much, Susan, for uh, asking. Well, and thank you so much for being so, oh, what shall I say, consciously erudite and explaining it all. And, and it really does feel as though that came from a true true authentic space and I just would like to give an applause as well a mention to Jamie Brett Sharad you know from our um, January the 25th webinar you know Jamie uh, too is championing in uh, digital economic justice right from the beginning you know because of course as we all are saying indirectly this is our verse our metaverse to create and, and, and thank you also for stressing that, Javier, also. But I'm seeing that, you know, in true collaborative form, we've got another, another friend in the room. Um, uh, Sherard, would you like to introduce Michaela to us? Yes, absolutely. Actually, I'd like to recognize a few people who are in the audience who have some amazing stories to share with us. So first on is uh, Michaela Lahat. Uh, she is the co-founder and CEO of Persona. So welcome Michaela to the show and uh, please tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and what you're up to. Thank you. Thank you Sherrod, for inviting me and for the introduction. I think it's, uh, it's quite interesting everything that I've heard here and even like the termination of CEO, I think as Nova, you talked about before, we're using the new languages in that space and thinking, so we have DAO, but we have other forms as well. How do we redefine roles and ways of working in this new space? So this is just a thought I had uh, listening to you all. Um, I think one of the exciting things is by listening to you to understand how accepting uh, this space is, enabling new people to join and learn and be a part of this journey. 
So a little bit, a little bit about myself and how I, I guess, uh, came to this space. Um, I come from a family business, but I've been in the art industry for the last years. And about six months ago, I uh, started learning about Web3 and it became my new obsession. I fell in love with everything related to that, understanding the potential and the revolutionary, uh, I guess, elements that are coming within it. So I put, let's say, my last practice aside and started this journey. And I asked my friend, my partner, Danielle, which is a fashion designer, to join me. And together we created a virtual fashion house called Persona. So together we kind of thought about, again, talking about this space, how can we contribute? What can we bring? How can we change? And we decided, it's not a coincidence, we called the brand Persona. It's not about one person, it's about a collective, about creators joining us, we can say even sort of a movement. So we also uh, approach other people, other talented creators from the fashion industry to join us and think together how we can break the boundaries of the real world and uh, kind of shape what's going to be in the metaverse. So I'm gonna add that some, for some of the stuff Ellie mentioned, bringing tolerance, uh, creating a tolerant society and community, a place where anyone could wear what he wants and be whoever he wishes to. So we plan on doing so First of all, by opening the door for talented people. So even though we started with the foundation of, uh, let's say fashion designers who used to work in some of the best luxury fashion houses, we plan on bringing many more uh, creators to our journey. And then by the designs we do, and the community we build. So we started by making an NFT collection, uh, one of a kind and kind of put all of our effort now in building a, com a community that shares the same values and vision uh, that we do. So this is a little bit about where we're heading. Uh, and I think the, like things are going to, we're observing how new systems are developing. And another thing that is exciting to think about how we work with other people, how we can bring people for some project and then they don't have to be a part, let's say of the company or new structures as well. So uh, this is a little Thank bit about so myself and the journey. Thank you. And that's wonderful, Michaela. I mean, just stay there. I'm going to change the format a little bit. And that does mean, Nova, I'm going to put you a bit on the spot. But can you ask or integrate any conversation with Michaela from your space and what you heard? Make fire a question over to her or comment around what you heard, Nova. Over to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love what you're doing, Michaela. I'm a fashion designer. I started with Hot Couture. Um, I entered the fashion design space without a network, deep pockets, things like that. So I have a very soft spot for other creators and designers that are starting up um, in, in the industry. And one of the issues I wanted to resolve with Raindrops Art House is to allow not only the transformation through art, as we heard of conversations around inclusivity, um, this is the heart age, all of that being mindful and intentional as we build this new paradigm, but also to lower the barriers, as you said. And, um, and as, as a designer, it's very challenging with the rise of fast fashion to break into the space. And I see decentralization. One of the reasons I got excited and into the space was uh, I wanted to bring blockchain to couture. I wanted to show and bring awareness to the artisans and the craftsmen and the legacies that are passed down from family member to family member, you know, to the general public. And then to collateralize and tokenize these assets, these 
fine arts of fashion. And you can create a whole new economy, you know, um, with NFTs, which is exciting. And so you had touched on the fact that there's these opportunities and what got you excited into sort of switching gears and similar reasons to what got me excited. Like, whoa, for the first time in a long time, and I've been doing this for decades, that creators can sustain themselves. And it's so important, you know, Ellie touches on this with mental health. It's so important. It starts with us, right? If we're not well mentally or physically, it's hard for us to stay connected with those around us. And so if we can sustain ourselves with what we love, then we create that endless flow, that endless well that overflows to others. And to have these tools of Web3, of NFTs, of decentralization, of blockchain, of the metaverse, we can do what we love without compromising who we are. And so um, to fire a question off, as you said, you're collaborating with designers. Mm -hmm. um, are you looking at, with your pieces, you're doing one of a kind, are you looking at bringing those pieces to life in the real world? And or are you um, using interoperability as it relates to creating your, your NFTs? So first of all, thank you for sharing uh, the information you just mentioned. It's, uh, it's exciting to hear other people in the field and what they're doing and about their own experience as well. Our first collection, we have, let's say, the commercial line and the couture line as well which another topic that maybe is not for now, what is couture in the metaverse? I think it's also an interesting uh, discussion we could have. Um, with the one of a kind collection, it's a, actually quite a good question you asked about, are we going to bring them to life as well? So we do see ourselves sort of a bridge between the real life and the metaverse. So we will have the option to redeem a physical t-shirt that is inspired by your NFTs uh, in the first collection we plan to launch in a few months. So this is, let's say, uh, for that question. And I don't know if it answered the second, but maybe if you can repeat that, uh, I could answer. Absolutely. Thank you for answering the first question. So we know that interoperability in the metaverse is something keen from a standpoint of building a sustainable foundation, you know, project in the space. So with your NFTs, will they be interoperable in the metaverse as well as you move forward? When you say interoperable, you mean utilized, like being able yeah, to use it. Yes. Yeah. So yes, definitely, we're working on that. We're going to, um, to give a 3D file to the people who will get um, the NFTs. So this is one. So when the converters and the technology will develop, they'll be able to use it. And we are in discussions with multiple metaverses, ex like exploring the possibilities that we can, let's say, utilize now, and not only when the converters will come uh, and technology will develop. But yes, it is a part of our vision that you'll be able to wear the garment in real life and also have a visual representation in the metaverse. Amazing. This is Thank you. Thank you both very much. Nova, thanks so much for uh, shadowing me there. That was wonderful. And Michaela, um, you mentioned that, you know, you said, hang on, I'm going to park what I was doing over there and I'm going to move in. Did I hear you say a move into the metaverse? Did I hear you say six months ago? I just want to give our listeners a sense of your runway so far. It is, it is. Six it months is. ago. And, and is there no turning back? Did you make the right move? I did. And let's say personally for me, knowledge, it is something that gives me so much passion and being in a space that every day I learn something new and about, I don't know, people, philosophy, history, uh, economic possibilities. So, uh, for me, yes, it opened a door for somewhere that I don't see myself turning. 
Yeah, well, thank you. It. We're so glad you opened the door and we're so glad everybody in, on screen today opened the door. And for particularly you, Jose, hello, how are you? Um, uh, Sharab, do you want to introduce this wonderful man? Absolutely. I want to recognize uh, Antonio Meza, who's coming in from Paris. Um, I got to know him a few months back, and he's collaborating with me on Meet the Metapreneur. So all those, um, you know, graphic illustrations that you see, uh, you can see the man behind those. And I want uh, Antonio to tell the audience what got him excited about the metaverse and where he is in that journey. Over to you, Antonio. Thank you, Sharad. Thank you, Susan, and hello to everybody. I'm very, very uh, pleased and very happy to, to be here with you. I've been collaborating with Sharad for a few weeks now, uh, as you know, um, illustrating the conversations of me, the metapreneur. Um, basically, I'm like uh, like you've been saying i'm a total newbie to this but i guess everybody else is in a way so i, I don't feel bad about that uh, i'm a storyteller and i'm a cartoon artist so i love telling visual stories uh, i work doing uh, comic books for companies and animated videos uh, i'm really passionate about telling stories about entrepreneurs because I do believe that entrepreneurs have the imagination and the energy to make a difference in the world and to find a way to do it. Um, so I am very, very uh, excited about the metaverse because I think it's a new portal, like a new interface for human interaction uh, that opens up possibilities. And that's why I got very excited when, when Sharad had this idea, well, that, uh, you know, I'm doing this conversations and why, why don't we illustrate them uh, I said yes let's 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 give it a shot let's see if we can tell the story of the pioneers of the metaverse one panel at a time and then little by little we also create this collection that we can also put out there you know as an nft collection and have the collection of of panels that tell the story of all these people that are thinking about opening possibilities for offering new value to the to human society right so for me i think it's uh, this is a very uh, interesting and very exciting uh, opportunity um this uh, we're working currently on developing these visuals these collections and i'm totally curious about what is possible because of course it's not only about uh, being an owner of something but what does that mean it means that you put value into something you become part of a community so then what come what becomes possible when this community comes together so for that's one of the exciting questions for me in general about the metaverse is what becomes possible when this community comes together so thank you for offering me antonio no well thank you and you know from the off i was just like really really drawn in by your creative prowess and the right way you really um, um, captured the conversation of the metapreneurs. But there is a question for you from on my screen, someone who's sitting above your head and that's Camille. I mean, Camille, I saw you just put a question in the chat, but you know, you take it over from here, have a chat with Antonio. Yes, please. 
Thank, thank you, Susan. And uh, Michaela, it was also fascinating to learn about your design process. And I totally also agree with it. And I think it applies to, to also animation and design, um, Antonio, or Jose Antonio, sorry. Um, it's about the creator economy in the metaverse. And as we were mentioning in the discussion, the entry barriers are, are low. Anyone can start creating if they have the tools or there's workshops to learn how to design, especially, and Michaela knows it, it's Cross3D, Maya and Blender, and a lot of digital fashion houses are, are giving those tools for free and workshops so that everyone can start building. And I think it goes the same on, on our side for the design of jewelry. We start with a Rhino file and, or a sketch on, on paper. And I'd love to, I've seen the different meta entrepreneurs interviews and I, I'd love to see the animations because you're so talented um, to see them in 3D and, and do a partnership mm. with 3D designer. And, and who knows, I, you know, the next, uh, I think it was with Michaela, the next workshop or, or interview, if it's in the metaverse and in nowhere, uh, now here we could have these animations and you know this self-enhanced expression of ourselves, of our digital identities. Let it be who we want to express and how we want to be represented. And that's what Ellie has been uh, speaking about. It's the only limitations are really the ones of our imaginations. Of course, the technology uh, powers what is capable of doing in the metaverse and the photorealistic experiences and the HD quality is still working and it's still a process. So of course the big companies like Apple and so on with the AR goggles that we saw in the chat or um, you know, the virtual try-on or the animation, the technology is gonna help the creators to really build such a user, a, a beautiful user experience, the end experience. So I would love to see your, your characters and your sketches animated if you could do a collaboration with a 3D designer artist or or, or as a small movie, I think it would be really incredible um, because then we're talking about interoperability uh, of avatar collectibles, of, of collectibles mm. of, you know, Elliot spoke about NFTs who are now, we've seen a board ape club also creating a, a, a metaverse now for, was an investment of 450 million. So there is a budget to it, but that's a huge vision. And I think that's more and more also collectors and the community, they want to see their NFTs or their creations come to life. Uh, and I think that's the next step that you could take if you want to really go into Web3 is, is have a 3D, um, a 3D of, your, of, your, of your characters. And um, I think yesterday, uh, Spaces announced a collaboration with Ready Player Me. In Spaces, you only have the top of your body and now Ready Player Me brought the legs. So you'll have a full 360 human 3D avatar walking in the metaverse so i think that it's it's really about bridging companies and creators together and and that's where you see the magic of 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 what's possible in web3 and in the metaverse oh, beautifully put and before i let you come back on that antonio but yes it does deserve that doesn't it i mean really wonderful i'm going to go to one uh, metapreneur that you've already brought to um life but not yet 3d and that's javier and I want to know, Javier, how do you feel about being animated? Over to you. I'm all, all, all in. I'm all in. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be great. Um, I, I think uh, everybody um, it, it likes to, you know, to, to be represented as a character. Like, uh, all of us wants to be the main character of a movie, right? Of, uh, of our... Uh, 
series of, of, of our life, for example, right? So uh, as um, yeah, as Camille said, um, board apes uh, are creating the you know the metaverse for them, but uh, I guess there are gonna be thousands of metaverses, right? There are gonna be virtual worlds where everybody can be you know the main character of their of their lives. Right. So if uh, there are uh, artists like uh, Antonio, or uh, th there are so, so much talent in the 3D uh, space, um, we, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough to, to have uh, some of them in, in my team. And the possibilities are, are endless. Uh, the technology is, is, is great now. And if we mix the technology and the creativity of artists uh, like Antonio, we can create a, a new whole world, right? Like really creative world. So, and with NFTs, you can hold or own part of your of your story, right? And 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 you can share uh, income uh, for the future. Or the the possibilities are are endless. And um, yeah, I'm all in. If you want to to create a, a 3D avatar of me uh, walking around in, in, into the genetic metaverse, I'm I'm more than happy to be there. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see if we can collaborate and give you legs as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Antonia, do do you want to come in there? And then I'm going to come to you, Kimberly. Thank you. There's so, so many to say that we could have a whole webinar about, about this topic, right? But I just wanted to, to say what I, I really appreciate what Javier just said. There's going to be a multiplicity of, of different interpretations of different uh, metaverses. And then coming back to what Camille was saying, there is this platform where I can design how I want to appear in the world, right? So I can buy virtual jewelry and virtual fashion, have my avatar, and I can work on this identity for the metaverse if I want. So there's the part of modeling myself. And I also think there is also room for the role of the artist. Like in, in, in history, the artist has been also somebody that from his or her point of view uh, makes an interpretation of who, how I see you, right? So there's how I see myself, how I want to appear in the world. But I'm also curious about how do you see me? Because that also gives me uh, presence, gives me recognition. So uh, I was saying, I think the metaverse is going to be this interface for human interaction. And that means connection. Connection between who I want to be and who you want to be and what, comes, what becomes possible thanks to that. So I'm looking forward to nourishing that dialogue with everybody. Thank you so much, Antonio. We're really looking forward to it too and, and more of your work. Um, Kimberly, I, I warned you, I'm coming over to you. I mean, you've heard a lot there. You know, we've had a lot going on. Do you want to just tell us what you've heard or what's landing for you now? Well, so many layers for now and future conversations. Um, uh, first, I'll go back to Javier, the, the center of your story. We've heard of the hero's journey. Well, I think that the metaverse is giving us an opportunity to spread our wings as those heroes of our story and that we should take that seriously because here's our opportunity yet again to define and express ourselves. And we should not understate what a powerful privilege that is 
And it's worth the journey to liberate ourselves in every way, in every part of expression, digital, physical, um, et cetera. Um, I will say that it's, I, as I stepped into the metaverse, to VR, to different uh, early expressions and watched the, the role of identity is a fascinating journey. I saw some people really want to uh, mirror themselves. They wanted to as close as possible, look like them only animated. Others wanted to be very, very different and to play with identity. Um, and some were fearing that, like, oh, I don't like myself, but I can like who I am in the metaverse. I think that the jury is long out on this experiment of self-expression, of identity and interaction, and, and actually playing with how I present myself, what I look like in the world, in this world, and how the world meets me. So I think there are so many layers in addition to commerce. This is an opportunity to entertain and monetize and create all at the same time, but understand there's a lot more rich layers happening in this evolution, in this expression. And they are all creating this new shared reality together. Powerful, powerful stuff. Um... Nova, do you have anything to add to that? I mean, that was that was something very rich, wasn't it? Yeah, I agree. And um, you know, to add to that and address some of the questions that are in the chat, um, I believe some people want to know just where do I start? I'm interested. You got me. Um, barrier of entry is low. I recommend picking an interest. And if your interest is fashion, or if it's entertainment, or if it's sports or if it's organizational structure, pick an interest and then go through that channel. So my journey started with you know, fashion and blockchain. And that took me into advising DAOs now and now creating NFTs. So wherever you start, that, that path is gonna change and evolve as you get further and further in and meet more people. And one way to just bridge the connection between your interest and the next step is find someone that is doing something in the space right now and just support them. And you're gonna learn just by doing. And so all of us here have multiple projects because that's another thing you'll find in the metaverse, um, this fractionalized time and multiple projects. So, um, you know, joining anyone here um, on stage or anyone that's sharing in the chat, and I'm sure they know a multitude of projects that you can get involved in, but just volunteer, um, share your area of expertise. So I wanted to address that. And then also, I believe that um, Kim Kimberly also mentioned how important it is for us to stay intentional as we build. And we've also seen some comments in the chat around wellness. We've heard comments about mental health and mindfulness. Um, I believe Oliver here um, is here and he represents that category as well. If we are not intentional as creators, as builders, we're only going to recreate the same issues we have now. And what is so exciting is we have an opportunity to create the world, the world that we want um, in the metaverse. And that's gonna spill into IRL in real life. And so I think one of the things I do wanna you know, um, share um, with everyone to take away is ask yourself why you wanna get into the space and what can you contribute from that perspective? 
You know, is it around inclusivity? Is it around mental health? Is it around, um, we talked about identity, you know, health, you know, what, how are you going to help solve some of the current problems over and above just creating a project in the space? So I just wanted to share that. Fabulous. And, and, and you know, it was also positive and so useful and so nourishing. And I hope all, everyone on screen and in the room found so too. So I don't want to be a sort of, um, you know, go on the, the polarity of bringing all that light into the dark. But, um, you know, some of us have been in this space for a, a good few months now. And as we've all said, it really is only months, uh, you know, even if it is 18 or something. Um, you know, are, what are the pitfalls we should look for? Is there anything that's really shown up that's regular? And I'm going to come to Camille and Illy for this. So Camille, can you just give us a couple of pitfalls and then we'll and then turn it over to your colleague, Ellie, please. Thank you, Susan. Um, I think that you summarize it also really well and it's learning by doing and choosing a topic or an interest, like Nova said, which is the same in web two and you'll probably find it in web three uh most probably or if it's not there create it uh join discords or DAOs. and i think on on my journey in, in the web three and, and the blockchain and metaverse is um where to start and and how to do it or you get advice and finally it's not the right way and you know we we tried to find a way of how could we find a competitive advantage we launched a jewelry brand in the middle of March 2020. Uh, so no shops, no ways of you know going to fairs, meeting people, the community, and um, then finally in the pitfall of not of having these barriers, we found a solution of let's do a digital jewelry and let's let's do an NFT of it and let's afterwards um, do the physical version because then we have less cost of production. So that's really more on the supply chain of it, but. The pitfall would be of if we knew we had to create, for example, for the last three months, six months, the community, then we would have maybe sold better the NFTs or the collection or or done a collaboration maybe with an NFT artist or designer that was already in the space. So I think that was one of the pitfalls that we've experienced. And we started to create a, a physical um, bracelet with a digital artwork accessible with a QR code. And, and we didn't do it because we couldn't have the funds. And that's what uh, Nova was saying is that NFTs are creating, of course, financial independence or financial profits, but it might be just for one collection of an NFT drop. And it's really important, I think, to, to publish your ideas or mint them if you can. Um, I saw in the chat that someone said, how can you, the entries, the barriers are low to enter the space, but they're quite high when you have to mint an NFT or create a virtual world or create a digital asset. So it is, it is expensive and there are some ways of pre-minting without minting officially on the blockchain. So you don't have the crazy blockchain fees um, that I've seen done on, by others uh, in the space. So that are, that are, for me, what's one of the pitfalls that I've seen, it's really about knowing about the community and also the, the whole financial part of going into blockchain and NFT space. Well, really sound, sound words there. I mean, the overriding summary I'm going to sort of take, it comes from web one, web two, and in web three, and that's what comes first, the chicken or the egg. But, you know, I mean, we've got to, we're never really going to find that out, are we, until we, as we say, open that portal, as someone said, that new doorway. 
and give it a go. And I love it where you carry in what's really of interest to you. But if we take that a step further, maybe in the words of Simon Sinek and say, you know, what's your just cause? What's really purposeful in you? Kimberly, what's your real intention? You know, and how can that intention have extraordinary impact? So thank you, Camille. So Ellie, can I come to you for some uh, areas where we could trip up perhaps? Well, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm in mental health, so of course, like the the main thing we trip up on is ourselves. You know, the pressure that we put on ourselves and or self-centeredness. I'm a very self-centered person. Like it's one of my character defects, and I know it, and I watch for it. And when I arrived in the spaces, like a lot of people, including myself, sometimes like, what can the space do for me? How can I enter this space? How can I, me, 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 me? And it's like, maybe the conversation isn't about you in the space. Maybe it's about look at the space, give your time. You know, if I could give myself more advice would be, you know, like go into a project and see like, hey, can you, can I work for free for you? Can I do something for you? And then I'm going to learn. So I did that with genies. I saw that they were, you know, uh, opening uh, the warehouse where you could try the genies app and I signed up and then I started to talk with the people there and, you know, six months down the line now, you know, the CEO of Disney is joining them. They're blowing up. It's crazy. And I'm in this community and, I'm collaborating with a super talented guy who's making 3D wearables and he's making them for me for little to nothing. And in exchange, I help him, you know, with mental health and he inspires me to write, you know, articles about, you know, specific topics. So that's kind of how it evolves. I didn't arrive being like, how can I enter Web3? And then someone said, you know, you should join Genies or Alpha Girl Club. Like that's a mental health PFP. They were going to mint. I uh, bought one and then they were looking for, they were doing not well at all in terms of price. And they were like looking for help of like mental health professionals, et cetera. And I was like, hey, I'll help you. I love you. And then the, it, the project blew up. And now I'm on the website of the of one of the biggest, you know, projects on Ethereum because like I started by giving. And then, you know, of course I have to make money. So I have my consulting business, I help brands, et cetera. But at the same time, I spend a lot of time volunteering. 50% of my time right now is spent talking, meeting people, volunteering, helping. Uh, so I think like the first pitfall is don't go into the space greedy, go into the space looking for what you can just work for free, who you can kind of like go under their wing and help their little project because you believe in it. You never know where you're gonna end up. Um, and then another pitfall, of course, you know, don't give out your seed phrase, don't answer to uh, Discord DMs, don't answer to Telegram DMs. There's a lot of people out there, extremely intelligent, extremely sophisticated. They're after you, they're after your wallet, and they have like, they're going to talk to you on the phone, the lengths they will go to to scam you are pretty scary. So, you know, just keep with what you trust. Uh, always, even when I go almost on OpenSea, I first go to the official OpenSea Twitter page and then I find the link, you know, just because even there's so many websites. So yeah, just be careful and remember that, you know, it's self-sovereignty comes at a price. And I think, you know, if my bank like, oops, my bank, bad transaction, the bank will reimburse, the bank will like give you your password again. Uh, MetaMask is not going to give you a seed phrase again. You know, if the transaction is lost, it's lost. If you send the funds to the wrong place, it's lost. You know, if you gave out your seed phrase, if you clicked on the bad link, it's lost. So 
you know, learn what you got to learn and, and, and keep going. Brilliant sound advice. And I don't know if one of my um, sort of associates is on today, but I mean, he indeed um, had his wallet emptied, his Metamark wallet, wallet emptied just a few days ago. So, you know, um, and actually watch out there on Twitter, as you said, because as soon as he mentioned it to say anybody can help at Metamask, along came a lot of bot DMs um, saying like, we can help out, just click here. We know how to do it, mate, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So sound advice, everything that you've said there was sound advice. I'm just summarizing that last one because I think we all need to be, um, maybe we should add another P, everybody to the marketing mix and that's the P of protect. So I'm gonna do that right now. It's gonna go on the end, the P of protect. By the way, we are going through the P's, even if it doesn't sound as though you are. And I can see Dan Jones in the room. And actually, Dan was nodding a lot when you were talking there, Illy. Sherard, who's this fabulous Dan Jones? Dan Jones is uh, the co-founder of Calyptus in UK, and he's uh, a meta player. I'd like him to introduce himself and his business to the audience. And then, Susan, uh, I want to make an announcement about our next event, and then we are ready to call it a day. Over to you, Dan. Thanks, Sharad, and thanks for inviting me. And, and Susan, you're, you're completely right. I was nodding a lot because I've been scammed myself, uh, you know, especially back in 2017, you know, my IOTA wallet got hacked, you know, at that point in time, I wasn't aware fully of phishing problems like that. Um, so I've seen it firsthand and um, it's very funny this topic's come along. I mean, especially when there's so many scams and hacks happening all the time, you kind of understand that this whole ecosystem has to be built on values. You know, who are the good actors? Who are the bad actors? How can you produce better actors in this ecosystem that are building for the better? Um, it's so interesting to have all these different backgrounds from yourselves in fashion, biotech, mental health, because it's going to take this whole force of good to making sure there's a better place. Um, and what we're trying to give back to the industry, uh, myself, my co founder Callum. Um, is we want to build a, a technical training platform um, to solve this huge Web3 talent shortage. You know, it's something you greatly touched upon Nova early on about how can we support these architects and builders moving from Web2 into Web3. You know, there's 21 million software developers globally. Joseph Lubin, the co-founder of Ethereum, thinks there's 700,000 blockchain developers. Okay, so how are we building this bridge? How are we building this trusted bridge to get from one place to another? And it's our mission now that you know, we're going to build this eight-week full-time expert-led training program to transform these web developers into web developers in a way that they can trust. There's so much education out there, which is so quickly redundant within literally two, three months. Honestly, it's hard to keep up. So the whole idea is we build this program, which is eight weeks long. And as soon as that happens, we break it and we completely remold it. So every eight weeks, you're always learning the thing that's up to date. So we have hiring partners. We're going to be on a network of hiring partners with employees in the, in the ecosystem where they tell us these are the skills we need. And we reverse engineer it every eight weeks to make sure that the skills that they learned in these technical training programs we're providing are completely commercially re relevant. And the idea is that we can place them at forward thinking startups, foundations and corporates afterwards, you know, helping people that have this willingness, as you mentioned, Javier, who want to actually move into the ecosystem uh, and we provide the, the, the course for that. Um, you know, I, I, I think the, the one thing I just wanted to, to, to ask is, 
you know, if there's anyone who is uh, a web developer who's really intrigued to move into the industry, our first cohort is completely free. It's eight weeks, it's full-time, it's expert-led. And if you have two years plus of software development experience, then you know, we're really happy to have you. Uh, I think my co-founder is gonna put our website in the, in, the, in the chat there if you're interested. And secondly, if there's anyone who's uh, an instructor in solidity development and loves to teach, would love to talk to you uh, for our first cohort starting in Q4. Well, that is absolutely awesome, Dan. Thank you so much. So did you get that, everyone? Uh, uh, the first inaugural program, eight weeks program free, uh, two years plus software experience. Come on, Callum Crombie, I think, has put um, it in, in, the, in the link there. Thanks, Callum. Thanks, Dan. Absolutely awesome. And thank you for your words of wisdom, although they've come from, you know, perhaps a negative experience, Dan, at the beginning. And I just loved some of your wordsmithing, didn't you, Nova? You know, who are the good and bad actors? You know, a whole force of good. What did you think, Nova? I love what he's uh, what he's doing, uh, Dan. There, there, you do have like these groups that are looking for each other and don't know how to find each other. And you know, I hear about it all the time um, on the tech side and on on the um, creative side. And one of the things that I like to do, if I see a problem, I want to try to fix it. Um, so <laughs> with some of the individuals here, they may already know this, that we're working on a conference. And if anyone's interested in helping, contributing, adding value, where we can connect creatives and technologists together in a room to collaborate and to co-create, I think it's so important. Um, I think it's going to move the industry further, faster, and we're going to have more mindful and intentional individuals with good intentions uh, coming together to avoid situations like um, what you went through, Dan, and Susan, what your friend went through, which is heartbreaking um, because a lot of times when it's gone, it's gone. And, you know, going back to education, I believe Ellie had shared, you also have to educate yourself on how to protect yourself in this space, just like anything. You know, when you go to a new place on a trip, you kind of know what to do and not to do so you can protect yourself. This is the same thing when you're coming into Web3. Um, and then part of that is, you know, aligning with individuals that you trust and asking questions. And they may be, you know, what you think is the silliest questions. And we all had them, you know, we all had them at one point. And so ask, 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 um, research, learn, connect, collaborate. I love the emphasis on looking and giving. And this is something that's so unique. Um, I've crossed a lot of industries and worked in a lot of communities. And this is one of the few where it's all about co-creation and collaboration and supporting each other with the mindset of together we rise, together we grow, together we build. And it's fascinating and it's addictive. <laughs> and so once you get in, you're not gonna wanna get out because it's, it's more about what you're creating. It's the experiences you're, um, you're developing, the memories, but then also the people that you are around and to be able to create with individuals that you admire and respect on projects that you believe in um, is super powerful. So I love the fact that Dan, that you're representing the technologists and increasing the education on that side because we can't build these great metaverse cities without the builders, the initial builders. But then we also need the creative directors and the visionaries that can help with the uh, issue with access. And so those that understand from the you know behavioral, human behavioral side and UX side, you know, the user experience, how can we lower this barrier of entry and engaging with the metaverse, with engaging with wallets and crypto, 
And so we think it's super simple. And yes, there are going to be more interfaces that are coming down the pike um, where you don't have to use a wallet. You could just use your credit card. We're going to start seeing a lot more um, dashboards and technologies to onboard people more easily. But I feel that if you learn how to do these things, you can help others and you have more control over your direction and path in this Web3 space. Um, well said again, um, very rich, lots that you pulled out there, uh, Nova, but here, here, we need um, the P for people, lots of talent. And Dan, just a quickie, how many are on each cohort, do you hope? Um, so cohorts in, uh, in Q4, so about November, will be 20 to 30 people. So uh, not very many. We want to make sure that we hit our target of uh, placing, you know, 90% of these individuals within three months. I think the market leading in Web2 development boot camps is 80%. So, you know, we've, we've, we've got a high, a high bar, but, you know, at the same time, there's such a huge demand for good actors and, and good developers in this space that, you know, we, we back ourselves with this ambition. Uh, well done. Thank you so much. Now, Sherrod, I'm going to come to you to close in a minute, but um, Kimberly, do you just have a quick closing for us all? Well, I yes. And first, thank you all so much. What a rich forum today and what a wonderful job, Sherrod and Susan, you are doing in bringing this community together in that spirit of collaboration and learning and going together. I think that uh, Nova made a great point about the responsibility of freedom. We're describing the promise of creative freedom. We also need to understand the price and the responsibility that comes with it. We've heard both ends of that spectrum today. We've heard that you can be and create anything you want, but you also need to be intentional about that if you want it to be a world you want in the end. So some really great contrasts that are all true. Thank you so much for the conversation. That's a brilliant springboard from which to um, bounce, uh, Kimberly, uh, the responsibility of freedom and, and be intentional. Absolutely. And that was very rich coming through your, your um, replay to Dan there, Nova. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, that shows that we're coming to the end. My voice is going. So, Sherrod, um, thank you for having us. But I think you've got news about what we get yeah, together again yeah thank you susan for moderating this panel um thank you panelists for all your contributions thank you to the lovely audience as well on a housekeeping note the next event is on 29th april save the date it's going to be held in the metaverse i repeat it's not going to be a zoom webinar it's going to be held in the metaverse the metaverse is called nowhere you can register by going to onlywebinars.com. There will be a masterclass on crypto by Sharon Noller and our very own uh, Michaela Lahat, who is here on screen, will be hosting an NFT auction with a Metaverse fashion gallery. So a lot is coming up. Um, I look forward to seeing all of you uh, again in that and uh, a big thank you to all my panelists. I love all of you for your contributions. Let's stay connected and we've got a good thing going. Thank you. We have indeed. Let's all come off mute and say a good meta goodbye to everyone on screen. Yes. And in the room. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, dear. Bye. Until next time. God bless. Bye. 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 Bye.